0: Good morning, everybody. Thanks for joining me in another episode of One Take a As always, I'm your host, Megan Johnson, and thank you for joining me. I already said that. <laughs> Alrighty. So today I want to do something a little bit different. I wanted to talk about the dichotomy of control and what it means to stoicism, and more specifically, the reason that this episode is going to be a little bit different than the other episodes. a little bit about my thoughts on the dichotomy of control for right now, and then I will put a pause on the recording of this episode, and then after I get off work uh, today, I will be recording a uh, quite extensive quote from Epictetus and Kyrene uh, specifically the opening little vignette about Um, so, so now that you know what I'm doing, let's talk a little bit about. Control. I've talked about it a little bit here and there, but never in the capacity I in this specific capacity, because I've mentioned it more in passing, based on controlling your emotions, realizing that the only thing you control are your thoughts, your conscious thoughts. We've talked about how even some of your thoughts are not your own thoughts. For example, the repetitive thoughts that are in your mind all the time. You don't even control your body all the time because if you think about it, you can't control what you can say. You can't control the ladies out there when you start your period. You can't control the men out there when a boner happens. You can sometimes, but on occasion... The little boy wants to come out and play when nobody else wants him to. And it happens. That is your body not being in control of your conscious mind. Also, you can control the way you drive, for example. However, you cannot control if your accelerant is causing you to end up in a crash. You cannot control if your brakes properly, also causing some of to you. You control the way your car moves based on the way you move the wheel, but that does not mean it will 100% listen to you, especially if your car is not properly aligned. You control the amount of money you put in your bank, but you cannot control what happens to Unless it's FDIC insured, then it is up to a point. And even then, it'll probably take a while for them to get money to you if, you're, if your bank was bankrupt. You know, think maybe the reason that the FDIC and stuff like that was made. You can control your thoughts. The specific things you're thinking about. I can control what I'm saying right now, for the most part. How many times have any of us said something that we're like, why did we say that? That was stupid and now I'm in trouble because of what I said. We can control very, 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 very few things. And that's okay. Because at the end of the day, we have to be okay with that. We have to be able to understand that things aren't always in in our control. There's also another thing in Fear control versus the co- dichotomy of control because dichotomy means that it's a struggle between two things. And if you think about it, the, there's a lot more things to struggle with than two in control. However, if you break it down to brass tacks, it really is just two things: it's what you can control and what you cannot control. The so things you cannot control outweigh the things. And that's okay, because it's, I'm blanking on the word, not ironic. It is, um, I'm blanking on the word, I'll use this. this. It's silly to think that we can control everything, we can control everything in our lives. In the past, I've talked about uh, books or the book or movie, uh, The Little Prince. You know, everything was planned out for him. Every day, every hour, every minute, every minute, every second. with a 100% planned. So you could not deviate from the plan. Why? Because if you deviate a little bit now, it'll affect how the plan works out later. And if you want the plan to go as planned later, there cannot be deviation now. And when you plan your life like that, it's nothing but stress of meeting the next deadline. Or if you have not met the first deadline, it's stress to get finished and rush through the next deadline so you can catch up on, quote, lost time. I say lost time in quote because you're always losing time. You can't, you're not specifically losing more or less time because you're not going to something to schedule. It's exact same amount of 24 hours you always have. The only difference is you're stressing about not finishing something. That it happens. Murphy's Law. Anything that can go wrong will go wrong. That is a promise. That is a fact. Don't get me wrong. Not every single time things go wrong. Not every time. But when things can go wrong, they will. More often than not. Anyways, that's all I wanted to talk about the dichotomy of control for right now. <sighs> it's going to seem like a second to y'all, but it'll be about eight hours. Oh, I cannot wait to get off today. Anyways, I'll see you guys. I'll see you guys back right after this short break. Maybe I'll add some like music or something. That'd be awesome. All right, I'll probably do that. Remember, <laughs> Talk to y'all uh, soon.
1: Hey guys, so today I wanted to finish up the episode on control that I started the uh, that I started. I wasn't able to start the day, finish it the day of because you know things got the better of me, which sometimes happens. So I'm having to do it right now. Hey handsome, um, I have my son with me. We're actually at home, so if. Um, I have to start addressing him. I apologize. <laughs> it is one of my days off, so he's going to be moving, moving around. All right. So moving on to the reading that I was talking about. This is from the Enchiridion by Epictetus, and it—the version I have is a free version online. And I will include a link to to it in the show notes. So here's the first part of the encounter reading. Some things are not in our control. or Some things are in our control and others are not. Things in our control are opinion, pursuit, desire, aversion, and in a word, whatever our own actions. Things not in our control, body, property, reputation, command, and in one word, what, whatever are not our own actions the things in our control are by nature free unrestrained unhindered but those not in our control are weak slavish restrained belonging to others remember then <laughs> that if you suppose that things which are free sorry which are slavish by nature, are also free. And that what and what belongs to others is our own. Then you will be hindered. You will lament. You will be disturbed. And you will find fault with both gods and men. But if you suppose... (laughs) But if you suppose... That only to be your own, which is your own, then and that belongs to mm. sorry, I'll restart that. But if you suppose that only to be your own, which is your own, and what belongs to others, such as it really is, then no one will compel, will ever compel you or restrain you. Further, you will find fault with, one, with no one or cu- accuse no one. You will do nothing against your will. No one will hurt you. You will have no enemies and you not be harmed. Aiming, therefore, at such great things, remember that you must not allow yourself to be carried, even with a slight tendency towards the attainment of lesser things. Instead, you must entirely quit some things and for the present postpone the rest. But if you would both have these great things, along with power and riches, then you will not give then you will not gain even the latter, because you aim at the former too, but you will absolutely fail of fail of the former, which alone happiness and freedom, which by which alone happiness and freedom achieved work. Therefore, to be able to say to every harsh appearance, quote, you are but an appearance and not an absolute. The thing. quote you are but an appearance and not absolutely the thing you appear to be end quote and then examine it by those rules which you have and first and chiefly by this colon whether <laughs> whether it concerns the things which are in our own control, or those which are not. And if it concerns anything not in our control, be prepared to say that it is nothing to you. Sorry, I had to restart a few lines here and there. My little boy decided to start (laughs) pulling at my face. It was sort of adorable. And trying to say what I was saying while drinking his bottle. Is it a bottle of milk? Anywho. Alright, so that's a little bit about the dichotomy of control. The main parts I like to hone in on, uh, aside from just, you know, the very first part, which really goes into the things you control, which surprisingly aren't much. But the things I really like to hone in on are the quote he uses, the stuff that he uses in quotation, as well as the... Uh, colon stuff, and the last one is whether it the colon whether it concerns the things which are in our control or those which are not, and if it is concerned with anything or not, if if it concerns anything not in our control, be prepared to say that it is nothing to you. I like using that one and really thinking about that one because. If if you don't control something, why is why is it bothering you? Be prepared to say it's nothing to you, because at the end of the day, you can't you can't put any merit or weight into something that you you don't control. Because if you do that, it's 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 asinine because you're not going to control it, so you're just going to get more angry about attempting to control it when you have no right to control it. And then the other one I like to use is what uh, was in the quotes. Which is your button appearance, and not absolutely the thing you appear to be, and I I like that one. Sorry, I'm disarming my thing. Um, I like that because we all are just appearances of a mixture of appearances between who we think we are, who we actually are, and who we're striving to be. Those three things are not always. Completely simpatico, which is fine because it shows that we all have improvement to make. And I like how he says it that way. You are but an appearance and not absolutely the thing you appear to be. A lot of people take that in a, oh, well, you're just being fake with me kind of way. And personally, I like to think that it's less in a, somebody's trying to, you know, pull the wool over your eyes versus. Who I appear to be and who I want to be are two different things because I'm striving to be a better person. And that's part of the dichotomy of control, in my opinion, because you're striving to obtain that control that you don't have or an understanding of this control you don't have. (laughs) And it's just that constant give and take of realizing what you do and don't control and how it affects your decision-making skills and how it affects you as a person. And that's a little thing about the Enchiridion and my thoughts on the dichotomy and my thoughts on the dichotomy of control. Sorry, my little boy standing in front of the oven looking at himself and laughing with himself. which I mean, if you think about it, a mirror is a great representation of part of what Epictetus was saying, the difference between who we are and who we think we are, you know, if you look in a mirror and sometimes if you don't get sleep well, if you don't sleep well the previous night, you'll look haggard. You, you know, have like little dark circles and you might not like that, but if you're mentally rested and mentally fine, you might look haggard and tired on the outside, but you're, you're ready to rip and go on the inside. Or, taking a step further, you know, with the same tired appearance on the outside, the same energized appearance on the inside, and, you know, say you put a little bit of makeup on, or you make yourself look different, you you can then also change your outward appearance to everyone else while you know that you're looking tired. And these are the things, the dichotomy of control. and I will be going a little bit more into the dichotomy of control as we go on. I just wanted to go a little bit over the Epictetus uh, passage. I wonder they call that a quote. It was a passage. And I'll probably pull the uh, two things I spoke about specifically uh, um, from it <laughs> and use it as probably standalone episodes. And also, not too long ago, I'm going to get you, not too long ago, I um, posted something—the quote from last episode—on Facebook, and an interesting question I posed, but I hadn't really fully thought about the end. Um, the end thing—it was about Sas- Sasquatch being a Stoic or not—and I'm currently tied between him being either a Stoic Sasquatch, Bigfoot, or the like him being either a stoic or <laughs> a, um, Epicurean. And so I'm going to do a little bit of digging into both stoicism, Epicureanism, and I might have an episode in the future talking about Bigfoot in which the, a lot metaphysical, um, camp he would fit into. This might end up being similar to the. Um, medieval equivalent to how many angels can dance on the head of a pin, but it might be a little interesting. Anyways, guys, thank you for joining me. Sorry for the uh, meows and bark, barks and baby crews in the background. I've been doing this episode at home and it's early in the morning, so I'm doing all my morning stuff while talking to you all. Well, thank you for joining me on another episode of the One Take Stoic and if you'd like to follow me on Instagram or Twitter, it'll be at Thriving on Fat. If you'd like to check out the show notes for this or any of the other episodes, it'll be thrivingonfat.com forward slash stoic. <laughs> I don't know, handsome, am I missing anything? I think that's all I've got for y'all today. Oh, oh, yeah, I got the show notes. I got that. All right, cool. I think I've got everything. Um. I'm gonna start cooking up breakfast for my little guy and get my coffee ready. Don't forget, guys. Um, if you're struggling to help find yourself in the morning go you can always go back to that morning ritual episode you know and help you with a few actual tips that I do most days to help me with my morning ritual. Sometimes I can't get them all done with. Mr. Cranky Pants over here sometimes. Luckily, he's not being cranky today. Anyways, that's all I've got for y'all today. (laughs) Right? Okay, he's not being cranky. All right. Talk to you guys later. Bye.